0: Roger Okay, I think you're pulling the wrong one. I okay. just okay, I'm ready to pull it down now. There was still a little bit uh, left in the. Okay, don't hold the right so tight. Okay. what? what?
1: Okay, I'm ready to
2: Hi! Welcome to the podcast, this is how, how it's, it's gonna, gonna start, start. <laughs> Welcome to PassMeTheLaserBeam.com
0: I don't know what he says there
2: this is a guy named um,
0: Don Carlos. The song's called Laser Beam. It's all about passing
2: him the laser beam so we can wipe away the wicked them.
0: Well, he says it.
2: I always feel like he said wipe away the wicked them clean. So he's going to wipe away the wicked, then he's going to clean, or them clean? I
0: you know, I know, got to come clean,
2: so pass me the laser beam. Hi, excuse me. Hi, excuse me, could you uh, please provide me a laser beam? I have to do some, uh, some, some ritual cleansing for people who are not uh, living right. Uh, we just have a hi. Welcome to church. We have a laser beam that we use <laughs> instead of taking the offering. Instead of taking the wafer, come on up and you can get a little bit of a laser beam. That's what's going to be. That should be Vatican III. As you go up to the to get your uh, you get your host, to get your Eucharist, to get youked out, and they just laser your tongue. I mean, why not? Wouldn't you? <laughs> I think that would be. I think Christ would be okay with lasers past this is that's what this is about this is about absolution about what's it called confession
0: you're listening to live to tape on the starburns audio network We've started. This is the uh, soft intro, uh, very soft intro. The hard intro is coming up. Maybe medium hard. Probably hard as a freaking pancake. Listen to Don Carlos, Laser Beam. Even though I've said it twice, many of you will email me and message me on social networks asking me, "What's that song at the beginning of the podcast that you said three times?" It's Don Carlos, Laser Beam. I'm going to keep saying that throughout the entire podcast. The song you just heard was by Don Carlos on the Jackpot label. It's called Laser Beam. Laser with, a, laser with a Z.
2: Even though I think it's an S. Actually, I really don't know. This is live the tape, the executive buffet, hands on the branch. You are fully inside. The uh, You're sitting on the drench bench, and you're about to get the ejector head. It's going to hit you in a great,
3: great way. What's this? ...in Humber and White... Good, occasionally moderate later.
0: Okay. Uh, So we're occasionally moderate later. Please look out for that. Please be aware. Uh, please uh, spay and neuter your pets. Please rate and review and subscribe
2: to the podcast. And uh, please uh, you can check us out on patreon.com slash live to tape for extra benefits that include uh, first-time access, initial access, early access, and all sorts of things like that. We're also giving out free
0: free digital laser cuts, which is a form of uh, Christ, Christ, Christ. Christ, the power of Christ compels you to get a cut. I'm going to play this for a second as the guest arrives. Portland,
3: variable 3 or 4, oh, becoming really? south 5 or 6 later. Okay. Rain later, uh-huh. good, occasionally poor later.
2: Oh, it's good, but it's bad. Plymouth,
3: right. south or southwest, 4, increasing 5 or 6. Fair at first, then rain or oh, drizzle. Really? Oh, mo- no Coastal stations for 2300. Fine. Aberdeen, north-northwest, 3, 27 miles, 1,018, rising more slowly. But that's why it's Lucas. It going- Northeast, more slowly. Oh, more slowly. Aberdeen, three or four, backing southeast, four or five later. Okay. Fair, good.
2: Right. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in to Live the Tape with Johnny Pemberton, I'm the host of the show, also known as Jimmy Jackson, also known as Jason Pepperhouse or uh, Jim Peppercorn, uh, David Wishwell, or uh, also known as uh, Fish Pepper. (laughs) And uh, I'm available here on this podcast you can rate and review, subscribe, do it on iTunes or Stitcher or anything else where you want to do that. Our guest right now, currently, is uh, this is a guy named Mr. Malcolm Brown, and uh, we'll, we'll get, I'll give you the floor again. What was that?
3: Humber, Thames, Dover, White. Okay, I, I'm
2: actually not familiar with those places, but could you could you say? Okay, you said Humber, Thames, David White, but I I, I know a David White. Variable three or four because well. That's Humber, Thames, David, White. I guess that is, that's actually four, it's not three or four.
3: Coming south, four or five later. Rain later in Humber and White. Good, occasionally moderate later.
2: Okay, well, um, I mean, typically I would say that it is good to get rain to some extent, right?
3: Portland, variable,
0: three or four, because right. from the Mull of Kintyre to Ardnamoken Point. Okay, what was that now? Cyclonic, becoming west 5 or 6, veering northwest 6 or 7, perhaps gale 8 later.
3: I don't
2: understand. Showers, occasionally
0: yeah. thundery, good, occasionally
3: moderate.
2: Okay, now you're saying that these showers are, they're good, occasionally moderate, but I just, I'm just i sort of uh, struggling with that idea, I guess, essentially, but, uh, um, yeah, uh... Okay, go ahead. What was that? Say that
0: one more time, guest. From Ardnamurchan Point to Cape Wrath. Right. Did you say Cape Southwest. What's from coastal stations for two three double Right. Tyree automatic, south southwest three. Recent rain twelve miles, one thousand and nine, rising slowly. Warm head, including St George's Channel, southwest five to seven, increasing gale eight for a time. I don't. We'll say that one more time. Showers good. Great Ormhead to the mother of Galloway, southwesterly, westerly veering westerly later, five to seven, occasionally gale eight at first in the south. Rain or showers, moderate or good, occasionally poor. Isle of Man, south-west, five to seven, veering west, four or five later. Rain or showers, moderate or good, occasionally poor at first. Lock Foyle to Carlingford Loch, southerly, veering southwesterly, then veering westerly later, four or five, occasionally six at first in the south. Rain or showers, moderate or good, occasionally poor. Mull of Galloway to Mull of Kintyre, including the Firth of Clyde and North Channel, southerly or southwesterly, veering westerly later, four or five. Rain or showers, good, occasionally poor. Mull of to Ardnemerkan Point, south 4 or 5, decreasing 2 or 3, then veering west 3 or 4, then veering northwest 5 or 6 later. Rain or showers, good, occasionally poor. American Point to Cape Roth, cyclonic, becoming north or northwest 4 or 5, increasing 6 at times. Rain or showers, good, occasionally poor. And finally, Shetland Isles, east or northeast, four or five, increasing five to seven, perhaps gale eight later. Fair at first in the north, otherwise occasional rain, moderate or good, occasionally poor. And that completes the shipping bulletin from all of us here at BBC Radio 4. May I wish you a very pleasant and quiet night. Now the shipping forecast issued by the Met Office on behalf of the Maritime and Guard Agency at right now, midnight 15 on okay, Friday the 4th down. of August.
2: this weird crap down playing. Oh my god.
1: How'd your audition go,
2: man? it was fucking. It was, it was, uh, it was, uh, I think it was one that was really great in a way that was, uh, Crazy good.
1: Okay, so you think you think you got the part?
2: I don't know. You know what? I don't think I did actually. But I think it's not because of anything I did. I did or didn't do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just it's not the thing for you. It doesn't matter. It. You know. You can fucking.
1: There's no one thing that's going to make your career. Totally. No one thing that's going to make or break your career. It's yeah, always exactly. like a string of bad decisions or a string of good actions.
2: That's a. I wish more people would say that and think that because people think it's like.
1: No, I mean, yeah. like remember when we were, like okay. I remember thinking like, oh, all I need is a Conan set, uh-huh. and I'll be straight, and right. I could just tour because that's all we want to do is we just want to travel and right. tell jokes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the end of the day, like it's a business side of it too. Yeah. Like when we first started out doing comedy, you always focused on like, oh, you want? I just want to be, I just want to be funny. And you, yeah. you, know, you get a long enough time, and you're like, oh, it's almost everything but being funny at this point. It's yeah. Like, it's like, what's your social media following? who's this? Can you verify? Are you this? Are you that? It's like, oh, okay. Are cool.
2: you being, like, super consistent about everything all the time? Like, yeah. the Conan set shit's so funny because I thought about that for so long. And I've never, I've never done a set on there, mm-hmm. but I've been a guest on there. Uh, but I remember thinking about it so much that where— it comes to a point. Well, it's a couple of things. Sometimes it's like, you re, there's a lot of people who you don't have any idea they have or haven't done it because right. no one cares, no one knows, no. half the time, mm-hmm. and it's a thing where I think a lot of people who when they do get their first thing like that, and after it's over, you're kind of like, okay, so when's it coming? Mm-hmm. It's like oh no, nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, that was the thing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. now there's not. You're not gonna get some sort of like oh we're gonna give you all this stuff now because you did this thing. <laughs> it's like I no.
1: Wish. I wish.
2: Yeah. I, I always think about the uh, if you work hard enough, your reward is getting to work more, work as hard as you were. <laughs>
1: yeah I mean I feel like th- there's never been a, a story in humanity where someone's worked hard and was like decent and got nothing yeah. You know what I'm saying so you have to remember that and and then my mom taught me growing up uh, she always made me exercise do exercise with me about like what success looked like to me without oh. materialistic things so it, that's you, a very cool mom it, yeah she's pretty, she's very pretty, pretty woke <laughs> uh, no but she was like you know tell me tell me what success looks like to you and I was like, okay. I want this. Okay, now tell yeah. me what success looks like to you without any materialistic things. Huh. And so it made me start looking at things differently. You know, my mom always instilled in us, like, like, oh, say, I want you to say five great things about yourself. Five. I want you to tell me five things that no one could tell you otherwise about yourself.
2: And How so, old were you when she was saying this stuff? Man, about, about
1: 10, 8, 18 years old. Are you kidding
2: me? That's an, man, that's an incredible foundation for. Uh... I'm gonna turn my headphones up a bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, no, she just—I mean, my mom was like always, like she's always like instilling in us like a, the values of like, all right, here's what it is. You Where know, she,
2: was this? Seattle. Seattle. Seattle.
1: Yeah. So we were growing up in Seattle, and you know, young youngsters, and just like she and we didn't—I didn't understand it then, but as I as I'm older now, I'm like I get it now.
2: What made your mom that way? Because that's—I mean, my—I had a great mom. I mean yeah. she's still around, but there was nothing like nothing like that ever going on.
1: Yeah, uh, my mom is a she's a young, she's the youngest of eight West okay. Indian kids, like eight Jamaicans. Oh, so, she's from Jamaica. Yeah, my mom's. Holy Jamaican. shit, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so she, so pretty much with her, it was just like she's just teaching us, like, all right, right. This, is, this is what it is. You so, know did, that? did she grow up in Seattle? No, she uh, was born in Jamaica, raised in New York, and then they moved from New York to Seattle. And then when her father passed, they sort of migrated down to Miami. The rest okay. of my family and my mom sort of stayed up there. So. So does your mom have a thick Jamaican accent? No, not at all. Not at all, really. Not at all.
2: But can she try? Can she drop into patois if she wants to? Yeah,
1: she could. That's
2: it. Cause yeah. you know I'm like a huge, like I'm like a, a died I don't know how to describe it. Just how much I'm into Jamaican music. It's like yeah. It's like it's overwhelming sometimes. I feel like I've. Sometimes I feel like I'm addicted to. I mean uh, That stuff.
1: I was writing a joke about it, and I was like, you know, people say they're depressed, but have you tried listening to reggae? Dude, like, put on some Bob Marley. And oh, hell yeah. Tell me Three Little Birds won't cheer you up. Yeah. You know, you'll be like, I'm depressed. And like, Three Little Birds. Did you know that song Hammer by Bob Marley? Ah, uh, It's a really early one.
2: This is one of my favorite Bob Marley songs. This is so fucking good. We'll listen to it right now. This is like, you know, very early. Oh, yeah. This is probably one of the first Whalers tracks.
1: Have you uh, have you heard the Toots and the Myths? I
2: love them. It's one of the first bands I listened to from Jamaica. Yeah.
0: They just keep holding me.
2: Even this, the message in this Don't is great, too. Yeah. Harmonies, too, aroma, just like aroma,
1: outrageous.
0: Aroma, yeah, they just keep me, and you know, they play like they don't know. oh, it's
2: so killer! It's but like it's too good. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a thing, I feel like, is music. If you, like,
1: sometimes I forget to listen to music. Oh, man, I I, I need that? it every day. Yeah. Every day. Like, I Shazam, that's probably one of my most used apps next to Twitter. Is Shazam? Shazam. Like, if I hear it, if Dope Beat or, like, uh-huh. you know, emo lyrics, I'm like. What's the last
2: it? thing you Shazammed, you know?
1: Yeah. Oh, well, shit. Uh, my phone's over there. I think it was. Uh, grab it. Let's uh, charge it. I was trying It was at like twelve. <laughs> it was at twelve percent. Like I was at the. I was at a doctor's appointment, Right. and I was like, I was trying to hurry up and get up here. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll be here. I'll be here on time. So, how's your doctor's? Uh, I mean good I guess like, good? I, like I have like uh, some hernias I gotta get a surgery on damn yeah but yeah, well, that's get not
2: it. so bad is it, it it's Hernia. not the
1: worst I mean you know for like everything going on in my body it's always like <laughs> a delicate thing they're like alright like everything comes back to my cancer they're always like yeah. hey man this is this something's wrong with your knee I'm like, yeah, what's up? They're like, you probably need surgery. I'm like, okay, cool. They're like, but we can't do it because of cancer. I'm like, well, I mean, then, like, what the fuck, fam? Like, I need to, like. Right, so is that because
2: they? it's like a, a risk thing? Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I get where they're coming from, too, yeah. you know? And like I said, it, you know, it, it's it's it, we get so upset over minor inconveniences. Yeah. Like, people are starving in the world. We get upset when shit doesn't go our way, like, the first time. Oh totally! You know, it's amazing because like when people get upset, I'm like, "Did you think you're gonna bat a thousand in life, dude? Did you think <laughs> you were just gonna crush every? You thought yeah. you were gonna win everything you went after, bro? You need this. You need these losses. You need these lessons to fucking bounce back, you For know? For real. Like when I when I when, when I don't get something, I'm like, mm, "Damn. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. Let's regroup. Let's reassess. Like even if I find myself getting overly emotional, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I've given this too much emotional." power over me
2: yeah you put you put too much uh energy into it right like i need to
1: scale it back emotional
2: weight bit. right exactly yeah you make it so important mm-hmm. yeah i was thinking that just uh recently about like the idea of expectations like what it's like sort of the same thing we we're talking about like what that's almost like the original devil of things is
1: is expecting something yeah I don't even like the word expectations. Like in yeah. relationship, people are like, what are you expecting? What do I'm like, nothing, man. I'm just I'm open to everything. Right. Expecting, looking, no, I'm not doing any of that. But what I hope for, I have hopes for sure. Right. Like when I talk to my partners, I'm like, Oh, I-, I have hopes. I'm not telling you what I expect of you, mm-hmm. because expecting entitled or, you know, the lines can get blurry. But I hope that, you know, if I tell you how I feel, you'll respect that and we can Share like that communication, that dialogue, respectfully. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. But I don't don't know. You're the one who's married here, so I'm married. Yeah, I I figured you you... said partners too. Yeah, I mean partner. You know, I'm talking like dating. You know what I'm saying? Like dating, I get it. Yeah, that's a pretty uh, nice
2: thing to talk about. Someone you're dating, call them like a partner.
1: (laughs) I mean, like a dance partner. I'm I'm not big on. I'm not big on the phrase boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah, like I'm not big on that. Like I, you, even even when I date someone like I'll say my significant other- uh-huh. but I don't like the phrase "boyfriend or girlfriend. So
2: you say significant other when you're dating someone? Yeah, that's pretty elevated. That's cool because that's what people say about like, oh, this is my this is my significant other
1: my wife. Yeah. Also, you know, it 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 leaves like uh, not everyone in my business, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like oh, my significant other. Then then they're like is it a guy? Is it a girl? Like what is it? And like it's it's my significant other. It's my partner. People do
2: want to get in your fucking business.
1: They do they because they they want to be able to to categorize. You. Oh
2: yeah. To gauge you want all people yeah. are always trying to I mean, I found myself doing it sometimes I'm like, "Oh, wait, what am I fucking doing right now?" I'm like trying to like assess this person, like make a cast some sort of judgment or some shit, and it's like, oh what, this is ridiculous. No, I, I try know?
1: not. Ju- like when you stood in front of a judge, you don't judge anybody really. You know what I'm saying? I'm so I'm like I'm. I just mind my business, try and show love and be supportive, and keep it pushing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like that's all I try and do. I'm not. Worried about, like, anything. I'm not—I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world that occupy my mind. Yeah. I would love Flint to get drinking water. I'd love to solve the humanitarian crisis in Yemen. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, I, you know, like, other than that, I, I just— so I don't know. Like, a lot of shit doesn't matter to me. Be like, all comics on her uproar because Stormy Daniels is headlining. And dude, I'm that
2: like, shit is fucking insane. Wow.
1: Who gives a fuck? Bro, first of all, she's from Texas. Yeah. It's in her home state. Yeah. Second of all, you weren't going to get booked there. Yeah. They didn't take your night, dude. No. But that's. A, but it's always the mediocre, non-hardworking comics who are the most vocal about shit. Oh, yeah. I'm like, if you were really were on your grind, you wouldn't be concerned with this. Mm-hmm. You have a ton of different projects. I didn't even seen you send send one tweet out about some like, "Ooh, what's up with the Kardashians?" Like, I don't like it doesn't make sense what we're consumed by. Oh, it's yeah, it's really
2: uh, it's ridiculous. The thing, I mean, I so many people think they forget that there's um, it's not like a hot tub. There's only four seats. Right. Like, there's infinite amount of space. I remember some there was a episode of the Colbert Report, like maybe. I don't know. Eight years ago, after the the Democrats had a really bad midterm election loss, mm-hmm. and he was saying how the worst thing about this is that is this we'll we'll never do this again, and this is this is the last election. He was like, "This is it. We're done. It'll never happen again." And he's being like, "I was sarcastic, I was ironic about like, hey, so you just wait two years.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah,
2: yeah. It sucks right now, but things will will. There's a plenty of time." This one also said to me about like. I think it was probably David Kegner years ago was like, if you get pissed about not getting something or whatever happens. It's like, all, what are they going to do tomorrow? They're going to make another one. There's going to be another fucking commercial, another movie. It's always, there's always, always more stuff. He made all the goddamn time. The idea that this thing that didn't happen for you is the last chance is, like, it, it's, it if all, you look at it, it's laughable, really.
1: The it all idea. goes back to the fact that, like, you pin too much hopes on this one thing. Yeah. There's not going to be one thing that's going to break You break you open, you know, like even doing a sketch with your friends and and then going out for auditions might get you better stage presence or camera ready or line memorization. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, once you get that audition that you went after, it's a small speaking role, but they might, you know, you might network and stuff like that. All these actions are leading up towards the next thing. Everything leads up to the next thing, Mm -hmm. not just one thing. You don't just get one thing. You don't just have. Oh, I got a podcast. So I should be. Famous. Yeah, it's cumulative. It's even Joe Rogan does a bunch of shit. Yeah, yeah, he has a fucking crazy podcast, but he also does, you know, announcing for you know UFC and it is it is crazy
2: the amount of stuff that Rogan actually does. Like his physical body, the locations that it goes to, it seems, it seems almost like. Hey man, is there a second Joe? Out there who's, who's picking up a little bit of slack?
1: Here Bro, and there? You, you work hard. Like the thing is, like I, I, I used to say that we as comedians will never get back the money we've invested into our career. Uh-huh. Like even if we become, even if we all became Kevin Hart's, right? Like you're still not making back 20 years of grinding. Oh yeah, open mics. Meals, hanging out, Ubers, taxis, right. you know what I'm saying? Like shows, gas, insurance, all that shit. We're not going to get that money back, for him Like, it's just like it's an investment. We sign up for a job where there's no end point. There's no yeah. CEO of comedy. We just, it's like uh, the closest thing we have to hierarchy is who makes the most money.
2: Mm-hmm. And even then, I don't think anyone can make more than Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Those guys make may make. I think they made the. Uh, I don't know if it's still the case, but five years ago, the redneck whatever they call the blue collar mm-hmm. comedy tour mm-hmm. by far, far and away the highest grossing comedy tour and comedians in the in the history of time. So,
1: I mean, they were smart. They had they oh, had yeah. the, that was like their that was like the white version of kings of comedy. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like totally. they had Larry, Jeff, uh, uh, was it Dunham?
2: Well, it's not Jeff Dunham; it's uh, Ron White.
1: Ron White. Ron, Ron White. I mean, Ron White. They yeah. appeal to the, all the spectrum of Middle America. Totally. You know what I'm saying? And I fucks with it. I I've, I'll be honest. I've never seen Ron White. Uh uh-huh. Don't know what of is, but I like him. He's good. You know what I'm saying? He's one of those guys who is like, oh, you're just you're just
2: really really good.
1: Yeah. I mean, he drinks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and I I fuck with that, but he's a funny <laughs> he's a funny dude. Like you know what I'm saying? Like. And that's the—I don't know, man. I don't, what? Comedy's in an interesting place right now. It's in a weird place, I think. Didn't you? Yeah. I mean, both. Both yeah. are accurate.
2: Both are true. It's definitely—I I mean, I don't—sometimes I don't really know how to assess things because I feel like my perspective is such where— I mean, if you're inside of something, your perspective is always going to be skewed. Because I'll say something to my wife or, like, someone else I know who's not a comedian. Like, oh, did you hear about this? And they have no idea. Yeah, they have no idea. It's even a controversy they have no re- idea whatsoever because it's limited only to a small amount of people who you're being like served this by the algorithm on social media because it's who you follow. So and there's also stuff where the people know. I guess what I'm always surprised about is how little most people know about any comics or comedians or comedy. Most people have almost no experience of it.
1: I mean, they, they they definitely don't because they always ask us to tell them a joke whenever they find out we're <laughs> comics. So I know they don't know, and that's the thing. Like we have to take those frustrating moments and, and and teach. Yeah, we have to teach them, and and that requires patience, you know. But you know, I get it. Like like they, most people didn't know Brody Stevens fast. All right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. And that's a big deal. Yeah, it's huge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially the way he went out. He went out. For those of you guys who don't know, mm-hmm. Brody Stevens was a, a really funny comedy store regular comic. Uh, he had some 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 struggles, you know, with oh, depression yeah. and meds for years. For years, and and he took his own life a couple weeks ago, and it was it was sad. Uh-huh. It, it like rippled through the comedy
2: community, and not just one part, but it's because Brody was everywhere. He was like, he used to hang out with all the all people that I, I came up with. He yeah. was there all the time, like every week. Yeah, and then he was like, oh, he also hangs out at the comedy store all the time, the place that we were years ago. I'd be like, I would never go there, right? And then, yeah, it's like this weird thing of, he was it was everywhere. It's so, amazing
1: how society continues to find ways to divide us. Yeah. Like we're all artists like you think that we'd all like be like oh okay you fuck with the clubs more than alt scene i get it but you're funny come try out this alt show yeah. oh you fuck with the alt scene more yeah you know but you're funny come fuck with this club show but instead they're like alt club it's mm-hmm. like well i mean we're both doing the service dude like we only the alt scene only exists because the clubs weren't booking them right you know what i'm saying like i i like i don't i could do any room Mm-hmm. I'm not, I could do black rooms, white rooms, you know, alt rooms, club rooms, whatever room there's a people in front of, I'm down to fucking do it, you know. But they always try and divide us and be like, well, what are you? Yeah. Are it's... you, oh, Johnny, you're kind of quirky. You're all comic quirky, but your shit would crush in a club.
2: Uh, I mean, I've done a lot. I like doing club shows because I think a lot of times, if you do stuff, that's like that at a club show, especially if you have a lot of energy in what you're doing. Uh People love it because it's like, "What the fuck is this? This is so weird." Even though it's not that weird, but
1: it's not. I mean, it's it's different, and we need to stop using the word weird or interesting out of context. It's different, and different is good. You have to embrace different. Like, I'm one of the type of people, like, if I meet someone who's, like, uh, a, a speech pathologist. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's hella dope. Like, I saw a speech pathologist when I was younger. You I did? Yeah, I couldn't say compound words. Wow. Yeah, I couldn't say compound words. And so, I would, like, at, my mom was, like, at her wits end, dude. Like, like one day, you'll talk to my mom, and, like, you would be like, oh, wow. Like, did Q really see a speech? Yeah. I was about to bust his ass. So and what? then, like, he just started speaking, like, because, like, there's a store in Northwest called Safeway. Okay. And so I could say safe, I could say way, but I couldn't say Safeway. Wow. I couldn't. I I, don't, I, I forget the name of it.
2: Yeah. I don't know what that is either, but that's. But,
1: uh, but I mean, but, you know, it, it was a thing and I didn't see it. But if someone's a speech pathologist and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, what I do is boring. I'm like, no, the fuck is not, dude. I don't know how to do it. Yeah. I don't know anybody else in the world who does what you do. I want to know what you do. And so I'll stop everything and be like, tell me, give me the rundown. What's it like? What's your day-to-day like? Mm-hmm. Is it flashcards? Is it like <laughs> learning games? Like, tell me. Because no one, I don't know anyone who's doing that. So I embrace different. That's probably why I've been, I'm blessed to be where I'm at. Because like, when things are different and uncomfortable, I sort of like run towards it instead of shying away.
2: Oh yeah, it's so much more interesting. Like, uh, I i feel the same way about it. It's just, you get so, it's so interesting to meet someone who's, Who's really different, and I think there's a lot of a lot of political. I don't know. I don't see him political, but a lot of people talk. There's a lot of bullshit in the air mm-hmm. regarding stuff like it's almost like assimilation through political correctness. When really it's like, oh, I'm just really interested in this person. Yeah, like it's it's okay that I like them for something that is about them that is that is. Uh, I don't know. Anything Which is why that's
1: different. I get the the white people are confused by Trump now. They're, like, baffled. They're like, well, I voted for him, and and, and, and he's not doing what he says he's going to do. I was like, well, Claude, welcome to fucking politics, dude. They all lie. Democrats lie. Republicans lie. Oh, yeah. Jill Stein's gone quiet with the money she poached from people for the recount. Like, like, all politicians suck, for real, except— for my good friend, Candace Batiste. She's okay. a good New Orleans person. Uh, really making a difference. Spread the vote, everyone. Spread the vote. Batiste, Check it out. Spread that's the a, vote. Class, a
2: classic New Orleans name, too.
1: Yeah, Candace Batiste, yeah. She, she, she's great. What is she running um,
2: for?
1: Uh, no, she's not running for mm. anything. She's head of the uh, of a council of Spread the Vote okay. a, a, of her district, of her state. And so she's the best. And so she, she's in San Francisco right yeah. now, actually. Uh, long story short, um, but like when they're like, yeah, I voted for Trump, and he's like, His policies are totally fucking us over. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you you thought it was like a beer thing. You thought it was a cool, he's going to be different thing, right? You thought that. I get it. I get it. You, You bought the dream. You bought the lie, man. Congratulations. Even though everyone told you, you chose to believe and you went and voted for him. He's just a really good criminal. He's a, he's a smooth criminal.
2: Yeah. It's like
1: that. Obama was a smooth criminal, too. Yeah.
2: I mean, I think every politician is a smooth, he, a smooth
1: criminal. I think politics is just like a crime with suits and ties. Yeah. They're but, like mobsters in the government. You know what I'm saying? Like,
2: right. And people act like they're surprised by it. When every other country in the whole world, like in Italy, they have a daily roundup of which politicians got arrested. It's so fucking common because they're so corrupt. And like Think of like all of South America. Yeah. Like everyone's fucking corrupt as shit or all of Africa.
1: I mean, that shit is bad. You, you know what? America so is the greatest here. illusion of freedom. Yeah. We have the best illusion of it. We're like, we have free speech. I'm like, do we? Do we really? Because free speech would sort of mean that there's no consequences for free speech. Right. So we don't really have free speech. What about this? Yeah, it's great. It's a great illusion. We could say no. Mm hmm. Could also be thrown in jail for saying no. Like there's consequences for all this illusion of freedom we have, you know. So like America's great. I I, I do a joke. I don't think it's gonna make my next hour. I just ran my my hour oh, cool. last night. Where? Uh, at Skip Town Playhouse nice. over there in East Hollywood. A really good venue. Shout out to Michelle. Uh, but I ran the an hour and like I realized I have so much material that. Granted, I could. I'm gonna structure it differently now. You want to make it tight? Yeah, yeah. I want it. I, wanna, I <laughs> want it to be really tight. But I was doing this joke about uh, what, what were we just talking about?
2: Talking about um, politics and talking about uh, how it's bad in other countries and how
1: politicians oh, yeah. are criminals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was talk, uh, the, so the joke goes, um, like I went to this. I, I travel a lot for comedy, and one day I was traveling and I went to the, this place. I went to this city and. Uh, it was crazy, like you know, they they had like a they had like drug problems. There were people who couldn't read. Mm-hmm. Some places didn't have access to drinking water. You know what I'm saying? There was like there's a coup in the government. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's like, damn, where the fuck did you go? I was like, that's that's America. <laughs> oh, that's America. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like by 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 stand by textbook definition, America is a third world country. You know, so America's number one on the list of third world countries. Like yeah, it's got the... some.
2: It's got a lot of third world patches. It's like exactly. it, there's no, it's like not, there's all there's problems.
1: Good. People, there's, there's uh, illiteracy at a high rate, oh, you know, childhood obesity. Yeah, uh, uh you just like people don't have access to clean drinking water. You know, there's a coup in the government, and you're just like, damn, where's that? I don't want to go there. It's like, yeah, that's that's here, buddy. Yeah, that's America. And so, like, I, I it's not going to make it the fucking special, but you get the gist.
2: I get it. It's pretty, yeah, it is. It is weird just to think of how many things are, are like uh, basically, we just don't talk about them, but so because they're not very Oh, we don't want to talk about this problem that's endemic and huge because it's not as sexy as something that's. Well, there's, <laughs> there's
1: no there's no fast <laughs> solutions for them. Yeah, like we want everything so fast. We want everything done now. It's mm-hmm. like yo, like there's, there's, like it's just like it's a complicated problem. And usually, the people in power don't want to acknowledge it's a complicated problem. Racism in America can be solved. Complicated problem. Well, how do you think it would solve? I mean, it would mean. I mean, grant it would never happen because capitalism always comes with exploitation. Yeah. The only way that's the only way it works. So someone has to be exploited. But it, it starts with the with money. It's totally. generational wealth. If you, you yeah. We're never going to be able to not see race. You know what I'm saying? Like, people think, oh, you're not racist, but, you like, you notice the difference of someone's skin complexion.
2: Well, it's just it's it's part of your uh, primitive brain. Right. You're right. Yeah.
1: And so even in philosophy, there's something called philosophy of the other. And that's mm-hmm. where, like, if we didn't speak the same language and we just saw each other in the field and we'd never seen any, anything else like that, we would still— be trying to make the distinction you know what I'm saying figure like, out the differences are you like, dangerous
2: are you saying yeah safe? yeah
1: and so body language and uh-huh. that's you know emotions those would be the same thing yeah you know but uh it, it's, it's it's interesting we're in an interesting time like I think generational wealth is what that that's what it starts it. Like, you don't get to oppress the people for 400 years for free labor, make all the money off your family name, skate off into the sunset, and tell them to get over it. Yeah, once it's over, it's not over. Yeah, it's not. there's the rebuilding process. There's the rehabilitation process. But we don't want to solve these difficult problems. We don't even want to talk about it. And that's where the problem lies, because we're not even talking about what's going on Mm -hmm. anymore. You feel me?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think some people are, though. I mean, well, obviously we are, and we're not alone. Right. I think it's yeah, it's out there, and people f- do feel it. It's the thing where I think it's not—like I said, it's not—I don't like to say sexy, but it's, just, it's not as—the the solution and the problem are both—they're so complicated and lo- such a long game mm-hmm. that people—you you get tired of it. Because I, I feel like a big part of racism is education. Yeah. Because— most people who are come from communities that have been um, uh, like a downtrodden community, like they don't have as much access to education, and that's like a big, that's a huge deal.
1: And it's to, even generational education. I mean, also, so people, like, th- sometimes those the, the bigots don't want to learn. Yeah, and that, that 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 that's the thing. Like, cause it's like, all right, you'd like to believe that most people, are like, well, you know that like everyone, like, do you know that what your parents told you is not true? And they're like, nope. Nope, my old man told me that blacks are inferior and right. they are this. You're just like, what? No. But that person who's saying that, I was also probably uneducated. I mean, it's definitely, but do they want to learn? There you go. All comes back to yeah. Work. You know, mm-hmm. because with, you know, generational wealth will provide opportunities to pursue education, to pursue arts and crafts yeah. and, and degrees in higher education. But they don't want that. Society doesn't want that. You have to understand, like, in my personal opinion, maybe I smoke weed, dude. I get it. But <laughs> they're preparing for a race of robots, dude. That's yeah. the only possible solution for why politicians don't give a fuck about what's going on with Earth. That's why they're so worried about artificial intelligence. Yeah. That's why they're not worried about healthcare. care. That's why they're not worried about the foods. That's why they're not worried about the drugs. Because they're preparing for a race of robots. So you mean like they're preparing for uh,
2: the eventual... Basically, downsizing of the human population.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I believe the government's killing us via food. You think so? How so? I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I one time Googled, and again, I smoke. So, yeah
2: <laughs> hey, I'm with you. I'm, I've been down every uh, conspiracy rabbit hole there is, and half of them I think are not rabbit holes, but so much as like a, a well-constructed tunnel. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, they, they, they're
1: killing us via fucking like food, dude, like bread yeah. specifically, like. All the stuff that they pump in it, you know what I'm saying, the different variations of bread, yeah. it's not good. Like, we don't even know. Like, they put sugar in everything. Oh, right. Which is addictive. They said that's the same addicting level as heroin.
2: There's also no uh, cap on the amount. There's no daily allowance for sugar. and There never has been because the sugar lobby makes it so that's not the case.
1: That's And that's the fact that we even have sugar yeah. is something. It's a
2: huge lobby. It's like the fifth largest lobby.
1: Wow. It's you got you got uh what's it
2: called the the Israel lobby, you've got ag lobby, you've got the the financial lobby is the biggest. Right. They're the heads and tails the biggest. You've got Israel ag. I think ag might fall under sugar. Mm. So you have these like they have you know, they have like a hundred lobbyists. So they're definitely like, they definitely have. I think only recently have they found a way to actually make it where um. They're starting to talk about, like, labeling for amounts of sugar. But I remember the first time I heard that, I couldn't fuck believe that was
1: true. Yeah, no. I like, mean—
2: wow, that's so crazy. There's I, no daily allowance
1: because <laughs> it's like if they, they did that, they everything don't.
2: would be a thousand percent.
1: They don't want yeah. that. They don't want us healthy. They don't want us awake. They constantly bombard us with distractions. The media is in on it, both of them, liberal, mainstream, fake news, oh, yeah. Fox News— they're all in it. We don't get it. We I want to do a show, and I I don't I don't I, 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 I don't know. I mean, listeners' podcast. I don't want anyone stealing my idea. I'm working on a show. Okay. Uh, no that, one can steal that, it because it's yours. That is like a news show. Yeah. But like you know, it it, it sort of like follows up on shit. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? On news stories that we once captivated us. You know, like they're for like they're like. All the stuff that we were outraged over for like two weeks and then oh, another man. thing.
2: That is so funny to look back even six months. You look back on the things that people are outraged about and you're like, Hey, remember this we all care about so much? Now we don't give a fucking shit
1: about Dude, Did we did we ever find those girls? You know what I'm saying? Those some those Nigerian or smiling girls? Did we stop Boko? Did we, you know, stop Kofi or whatever? Like, did we do anything? Like have we completed any task that we set out to do? Yeah, it's all outrage porn. But we can't fuck I, like my biggest thing like we gotta get flint water. I just only 162 million. hundred and sixty two million to fucking get there, get their like pipes. It doesn't or, make any sense
2: how that hasn't happened yet. That seems sort of like one of those things where...
1: I've Googled it, and my friend Candace said that it's amazing that they haven't filed a juncture yet. Yeah. Like, they did that with New Orleans after, you know, Katrina because they were just, like, not doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was not good down there. Like, cops were locking up people just right. on bridges. So it's like, the fact that a city in a, in a like, a major city in a, in a state doesn't have drinking water is weird as fuck. Yeah. And I was just like, they should file a juncture, and that means that they get taxed and fined every day until this problem's fixed. You I know think what they I'm saying? You have
2: the Army Corps of Engineers go there or some
1: shit, but. I mean, I, we don't even. Like, what happened to that fucking the pipeline with the Native Americans? Like, there's so much shit that oh, yeah. no, no one's following up on. I think what happened with
2: it, I haven't checked it either. I haven't followed up either, but I remember the thing was they stopped it temporarily, and then it's like, oh, they're doing it again, but just no one cares. Because it's like this, ma- it's a massive company.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're also like they're constantly bombarding us with shit, like yeah. the barrage, like the barrage of constant news outrage stories. Like, like what was it? last week? It was John Wayne said something racist in '71. Yeah, like, who I was gives like, a fuck?
2: Who dug this up? The guy's been dead for fifty years. Who dug it up? Yeah, who had time? Dude, that shit gets me so. I get. It makes me, it bothers me so much. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that. It's like, who Who gives a fuck? No, nah, nobody. Also, it's John Wayne. People hated John Wayne in the 70s. Yeah. When Bruce Dern acted with him in one of his last movies, The Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Great fucking movie. Bruce Dern was, grew up in Berkeley. He's a hippie, right? Mm-hmm. And what happened in The Cowboys, is what only happened twice in John Wayne's entire career, is he got shot and killed. The whole thing with John Wayne. Was he was like he always won. Right, his character always won. That still happens today in movies. Like someone like Jason Statham right. has a thing in his contract where he can't be seen losing a fight on camera, same with The Rock. Yeah. So they don't they don't ever lose on camera because it maintains their hero image and the, how they're how they're used in movies. And that's how John Wayne was. But Bruce Stern killed him in that movie. And they wrote it in and he allowed it for some reason, right? Because it was late in his career. And all these people told him, hey, man, you know, people are going to fucking hate you for killing John Wayne in the movie because John Wayne was he's God. And he said, I remember I saw Bruce Dern talk uh, and he talked, said, this. he said, he said um, I'm from Berkeley. They're going to throw me a fucking parade. <laughs> Because it's like they hated John Wayne. because He's such yeah. a big time Republican. Ah. And he was a he was a liberal from California. So they fuck him people. Yeah, sure, people are gonna hate him, but people who he already hates. Yeah. So the idea that John Wayne like, this is nothing fucking new. Yeah. It's like your grandpa saying something. Like, of course, grandpa says this. Yeah,
1: dude. Like, yeah. Listen. Okay, I'm not surprised. It's just insanity when old people to me. Say, fuck shit. Yeah. Like. Someone's
2: gotta give him a pass. Like, okay, this this person has to had their software updated. They're running on an
1: outdated system software. Windows Windows 2000. Yeah. They Windows can't compute this shit. Give them a break. Also, you know, and me being, like, not even devil's advocate, but also just seeing perspective, it's like, we're also not helping old people transition into modern times smoothly. Yeah. Like, you can't just throw the internet at people who fought in World War II and expect them to figure out emails off top. Right. Like, dude, shit's not, okay, like... Chill out, okay? Like be, even the bigots when they're like transgenders, I don't want I'm like, well, how about we take the time to educate them? But right. like just so you know, this is a person who you know what I'm saying, this is the science behind it, this is the education behind it. Doesn't mean that you're gonna see a six foot two dude in, you know, fish nets and a skirt He's gonna come into your house with, and try yeah. to like suck you off. Yeah, <laughs> it's that, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. And so if we like took the time to educate people, yeah it would help with the transition, but normally it's just like, oh, you don't like it, you're a bigot. Well nah dude, I just I, I just got some questions yeah <laughs> I'm just I'm just wondering what's going on here. no, you if you don't agree 100%, percent you're a bigot like I, nah, I don't think I'm a bigot. I'm a pretty chill dude. I just got a few questions. so you said tra- all gender restaurants uh-huh. and I and I know that that's just what it is, you know like that's yeah, I don't know.
2: Everybody... You know what? I think what we're getting here is everybody
1: needs to chill out. <laughs> Dude, we all need to smoke a lot more, man. Yeah. Like, we need all need to smoke a lot more. A lot of shit going on in the Middle East, they don't smoke. Listen, the correlation point is there. That's true. I'm not saying the, the, the correlation. You don't have drugs or alcohol... Uh, it's gonna be a little bit more uptight of country. You gotta take off the edge occasionally, dude. Like we tried it for how long? Oh, for like, no is that, is that, is no, that the just, wrap it up? Music? Yeah. Um, thank you for
2: coming so oh, much. Okay. We really appreciate you oh, being here. Oh yeah, uh, actually, we got a lot of time. Like think, uh, I just, I
1: just, we got,
2: we got, we got uh, twenty more, five minutes. We're good. to. Uh, uh, okay, uh, um, uh, sorry, uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, Jones. Uh, we really like uh, uh, you. Yeah, I just okay. want
1: to take. Uh, no, uh, 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 <laughs> my No, no. It was a streamline. Yeah. We really
2: We appreciate what you're doing. But
0: Andover. Oh yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> that was just some crazy shit I have loaded up.
1: Yeah, what was it? You were listening to that earlier when I came this in. This is
2: uh well this is ai will um, just pull we'll play this now. This is a song from a lady named Lisa Gale. This is one of the uh, worst songs ever, but also some somehow the, also the best. Mm-hmm. And this is it. I'll play it for you. She's uh, Do I need some... one
1: of these swivel things in my is this like a music standing stand. desk?
2: Check it out. This is the song we were listening to the instrumental of before. This is a song called Three Second Rule. And it gets in your head. It's going to get in your head, especially the hook.
3: In order to be a man, you got to toe the line. And as long as you're able, we'll do just
1: fine. Now no, my baby, baby should only have eyes for me. I know
0: there's sometimes there's some girls you want to see. Well, that's, that's when my three-second second rule comes into play. <laughs> Then
1: let's
3: go away. Your face is great right now. It's called a three second rule. Like the kind of rules you had in school. It's just my three second rule.
2: It's designed to keep my man it's pretty bad, right? He knows the three rule. This is high credit. What can you handle?
1: I got to hear a stanza, too. Okay. Oh, not the... When you're walking down the street She
2: also just flashed full camel toe you
1: having a pee yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stay behind Dog.
2: the line <laughs> And within the time frame Cause I'm all yeah, yeah. This
1: shit no, is I just... no, I gotta finish now I gotta see the great thing rule,
2: into play. Now she's really letting the pipes out
1: Anything I've ever put on the internet.
2: Well, if you just, if you're uh, a divorced lady in Houston, who knows what this is? Rules
1: mean you only Oh, not the fans.
2: Yeah, this is the this is the wonderful
1: bridge oh, no, 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 no 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 no, don't let me cry. I just get my drink. I just wanted <laughs> to to, to <laughs> save <for> it as <this> moment <laughs> Gotta
2: go. It sounds like cats Three seconds
1: on the line I hope it's not asking too
2: much Jesus Christ
1: It's called
0: a three second rule Hey, got hey. hey. yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Three yeah. yeah. Rule.
1: We, need to make, we need to get the New Jersey artist suddenly It's is like, three second rule. Got a three, three seconds <laughs> Let's call my three second rule
2: I think Lisa
3: Gale is so fucking cool
1: Lisa oh, Gale This is so bad Yeah,
2: I think that's it Yeah, that's it That's the
1: end of it I wonder if she has any other art
2: I think that evidently she took this video down down and reposted it because it got so many negative comments. I think it probably was overwhelming to her. But I think it's great in the sense where like wow,
1: do we get to put that shit out, dog? The internet's crazy.
2: That that woman that makes me feel like when I see stuff like that, I feel like there's like I'm white and she's white but I feel like maybe there was there's some sort of division a long time ago that I'm I'm
1: I wish there was a different word There's, there's degrees of whiteness yeah I feel like there's like like a a Minister Farrakhan sermon. The degrees of whiteness. Oh, I want to know. You don't want to be caught in the seventh degree of whiteness. It's a (laughs) purgatorial-like state. What I mean by that, my brothers and sisters, is they like brunch, but they also, they also... (laughs) Yes, Mr. Farrakhan? Yes. Yes. How yes. white am I? You are third degree. Oh, thank God. Yes. You don't want to be the seventh degree. No. The third degree, like that Three Second rule song, that is eighth degree whiteness. Okay. Thank because God. Because they feel like that is a hit. They recorded that confidently. Ugh. That is unacceptable to my ears. They are still bleeding.
2: Lisa Gale.
1: Lisa Gale. I'm Lisa a, Gale. G-A-I-L. I'm going a, to take that to, uh, to black Twitter. Oh, you should. <laughs> I'm oh like, look what the fuck I just found. CC at Johnny Pemberton. Do it.
2: Yeah. Say I want I need to get more engaged in black Twitter.
1: You got to. It's I've a, never
2: done a black show, you know that? What? I've never done a black stand up show. You need to. I would love to.
1: God, but it's know.
2: definitely I don't know, some stuff is hard to I think you have I have to work to break into something like that.
1: Well that's the thing. Comedy's still hella segregated. Like it hasn't it changed is. like it hasn't changed yeah. since like the fifties. Or like like the '30s, whenever comedy really got going out of vaudeville, but like yeah, it's still hella segregated. Like there are more black comics than we know. There's, there's more, a than, lot there's more of than black than, comics. There's more than Hannibal Burris. Oh uh, yeah. There's more than Tony Baker. You know what I'm saying? And right. You know, and and it goes down the line. But it's like there's so many black comics, but the scenes don't book them. The clubs don't book them. So they have to do. We have to do our own shows. Right. I I mean I don't get booked that many black shows either, but. You feel me?
2: Yeah, because that's even a thing, too, right? Where sometimes you'd be like, oh, you're not black enough to do the black show. Someone would say that.
1: Yeah, I like mean— Like,
2: certain comics I know—I feel like there's, there's a lot of comics who—that's the case. It's like, oh, you're not enough of this to be that, and you're not this enough of this to be that. It's like, any, you're weird— Anybody
1: who's a gatekeeper is corny as fuck, or who acts oh, yeah. like they're a gatekeeper. Dude, like, some,
2: some there's some gatekeepers out there who I feel legit sorry for, because, like,
1: oh, Like, I mean, the, the gatekeepers are people who can't do— yeah, if they could they'd be doing it. You yeah. can't create. That's why you're a gatekeeper. That's why we have managers. That's why we have agents. They can't create. Right? They're just the people who got the business side better. They went to school for it. They know how to network. They they the system like school is a formula. It's a formulaic system. Mm-hmm. OK, syllabus, you know, uh, quiz, quiz, midterm, quiz, quiz, final. You do that. For a fucking four years, you get yourself a degree. You want to continue on? Oh, there's more. You want to go to law school? Yeah, uh, same thing. Start again from the top. Syllabus, you know, they don't have quizzes in law school. Midterm, final. Yeah. Syllabus, qu- uh, midterm, final. Oh, you want to be a doctor? Okay. It's very regimented. The path it's is the laid path. out. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so, we're like, people who, like, b- like, the system works for them, I get it. It doesn't work for me. Like yeah. I can't do formulaic; it's just not popping. You know? I always
2: wish I used to wish there really was because that makes it so much easier. It, it, it just,
1: would, yeah, but it still wouldn't. It still wouldn't <laughs> yield the same results for everyone. Yeah. So like, even if there was a, a formula for comedy, it still wouldn't guarantee we all get Conan sets at five years in specials, at, you know, Comedy Central. This <laughs> just that the track. That. Yeah, the track. Like, there's no way to track it.
2: It kind of used to be in a way, I guess, but that wasn't. Was stand- that's when it was comedy was more.
1: It was like, yeah. I mean, it was like if you killed a late night set that yeah. would set you up because it was like the, the host had garnered such be, such a likable image. You know what I'm saying? That it right. was like, okay, cool. Like this person. Yeah, okay. You killed an, an un-carson. Uh, he brought you over to the couch. You got the pass. You got the pass. Now you're in clubs. You're featuring. Plus there were less channels back then, too. Right. So everyone was watching.
2: Yeah, there's so much content now. It's overwhelming.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're definitely oversaturated. What are we going to do, though? You know, like. That's what we wanted. That's what the internet did. Like, we, right. we, we there's so many opportunities to watch people. It's crazy. It still
2: is. Like, Lisa Gale's got a piece of the pie now.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's she got it. I'm sure she's getting it is Lisa, the top.
2: This is Lisa Gale karaoke track. Ooh. Isn't this mm. crazy? This exists. Second. Second. Do
1: you have Lisa Gale's uh, okay. three-second rule? I would love to sing that. That is one of my favorite songs. You gotta, you gotta raise I do it. It.
2: That's a really good That's when I got it Oh, wow. We get to hear the background? Oh, I yeah. just wanna listen to the background. This is actually song. the karaoke track. Oh, I found wow. it. Which I can't believe it exists. That's when I'm at it. That's when You only get to look for three
0: seconds Then you're <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. I've never seen auto-tune used. Never seen auto-tune what? Used. Oh, well here it is.
2: This isn't true auto-tune. This is a a pitch correction. Oh. Because real auto-tune is like inside the recording, I think. It's like a plug-in to, uh, yes. to Pro Tools. Yes. This is sort of just like a auto pitch on the fly. Oh, I'm not no. really sure how this works. but Is I, this a voice it,
1: distortioner?
2: It can be, We can get some distortion on here. Let's but this is, Yeah, put some and we some distortion. Get, I'll try to get That's some okay. distortion here. Hold on a second. Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, here's some distortion. Oh, yeah. Now we have distortion. Oh, I can hear you. The moon landing was definitely fake. The moon we could conceivably be fake. But we'll never really know if it was. Or well, not. we've never gone back. I definitely sucks. I don't think we went back.
2: Beep. Yeah, we haven't gone back because there was some crazy shit up there they didn't want to find again.
1: Yeah.
2: Do you ever listen to the Moon Landing audio? It's one of my favorites. Moon landing audio, like the long, the, un, the unfiltered transmission, space tra- Oh, what? the fucking internet's out in here, so we can't even use it now. God damn it! God damn, why does this happen? One fucking job. You had, you had one job. I asked for internet access. But I can use my phone with a little dongle here
1: instead. Oh, uh, plot twist.
2: You ever listened to uh, Eminem?
1: Yeah, I mean, I bleached my hair when I was younger.
2: Oh, you did? Yeah. Of Eminem.
1: I was thinking about bleaching my hair again, to be honest.
2: I think you should do. It. I was thinking about doing that too recently, actually. I
1: was thinking about. I, I'd, I'd have to run it by my partner. You would. Okay. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think. I don't think she'd be. She'd like it a
2: lot. Let me do a quick. Gonna do a quick break here, and we'll come right back in two. to sort of seconds. Quick break. Quick break. The army.
1: I'll be right. Chill. Sure.
2: And.
1: King. I am alive.
2: <laughs> he is alive. Quincy Jones is back in the house.
1: Unfortunately for you haters, I am the roach of co- I'm the cockroach of comics. I do. That's to be my new credit. The I'm the cockroach, cockroach, cockroach of, of comics because I'm not dead yet.
2: <laughs> the cockroach of comics. You can put him in a freezer, lock him up for a long time, and he'll yes. still live.
1: Yes, it's true. This is a
2: song I want to play for you. I'm not sure if you've heard this before. Yes, maybe yes, you have play. I like it. <laughs> This is one of my favorite songs of all time. This has
1: been sampled a lot. J.C. sampled this one. Yeah,
2: this is uh, Labby C. Frey, 1975, gay British R&B star.
0: Ooh.
1: While I'm meandering, yeah. I get on stage, never see me pandering. Get on the mic and I start rambling, scrambling. Like I'm running back from rambling, y'all really get that. So tired of dealing with these temporary setbacks, I get that. No type of negativity can get to me. I'm dodging Spider-Man, like utility.
0: But I don't mind. All I have to do hey. is get to you and then I feel
2: just fine. It's weird how good this song is for I'm on for a ride
1: but like not they,
2: knew the they knew what they were doing.
1: when i'm feeling that loud do you think yes oh, yeah. i like, like like, this isn't like a red like yes, i don't think so i'm sure maybe like music aficionados know this song but like it's
2: no, it was it's a, it was a deep
1: so huh? it was a deep cut yeah, yeah, yeah. for real it's not like a, i don't think this is a lead single off any fucking
2: no. <laughs> <laughs> no not even the uk charts i think
1: oh, this i show. love new music dude i love like music Helps like unite us, for music real. and food. Yeah, music and like, food. Because like you, you're not gonna like we're all gonna find a beat somewhere out there. Like yeah, it's amazing how much art like it's really like just hard permeates hard my hard fucking existence. Like <laughs> books, dude. Like books. Like we keep making books. That should be out. Like yeah. <laughs> like there's no end to books, right? right? Like we have bookstores for new books. We have bookstores for used books, right? We have bookstores for like you can be an author. Like you can be a special. On a subject, and you still haven't read every book on that subject. Yeah. That's crazy. It's just a. Uh... Like, you could have a doctor, you could be a Neil DeGrasse. He does not know every book on galaxies and matter and stars. Ow. Yeah. Check it out.
2: Neil DeGrasse coming at me with an assie. <laughs> Didn't know I had it, but I had it. With
1: an athlete's foot he, and the ass out of me. He was my favorite rapper. Like, you know, like, you remember when you used to, like, like, have a favorite rapper, like, and when they were on someone else's track, you jump to that track first yeah. to hear what your favorite rapper's like. Yo, I dodge bullets, no time for the bullshit. Get up off the pulpit, I snatch up the pastor. Don't make me have to snatch it This is the rapture, I'm coming after. There won't be none after. Okay, now I'm about to go ahead and master anything I try and conquer. Everyone out there looking at me, I'm a monger. I mean, a mango. I don't get the names confused. I'm destined never lose. I do what I got to do. I'ma make sure I lace you to the game, tie your shoes, double knot, bunny through the forest. Hope you get it. So I'm tired of seeing my bank account in the deficit. Hopefully this is the year where I get in the profit. I get in the black. I don't even get that. Okay. Any second, I get that. I get that. Let me go check that. Oh, this is sample two. Yeah, I did not know that, dude. This is a heavy song, heavy, heavy, dude. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I really thought Drake created this beat. No way, dude. This is this is wow. This song is this did is you know a. That?
2: So that's why I play for it. It's so, it's so heavy, I just forget.
1: Dude, we gotta, we gotta. You got I'm gonna, tell, I'm gonna start sending you some dope shit I find on Spotify. Then too.
2: See what you find. That's on my eyelids.
1: Have <laughs> you, uh, have you heard of Krungybin? Krungybin? You're on Spotify. Check out uh, "Calf Born in the Winter."
2: Calf Born in the Winter. Wow, that's a cool. That sounds like some medieval shit. Calf, a Calf Born in the Winter by Krungyabin.
1: Doesn't this, this be now this is smooth. Okay. I fucks with it.
2: What is this? Is this like some Icelandic shit?
1: Nah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's pretty smooth. Dude, you can ride around in this. <laughs> yeah. This is my shit. Like I put this on in the house, I'm clean and I'm knocking shit out the fucking wood, right? dude. I'm killing it, man. I discovered this in Tampa. I was riding around in my Uber driver's place. I was like, hey, what's that? Turn it up. Yeah, I need it all. I like Tampa. I haven't my, been in years.
2: My, I went to Florida State, so I spent a lot of time in
1: Florida. I didn't it. know that. Yeah. What was your major? My major was communications. Isn't it crazy how, like, we're older. How old are you, Johnny? 37. Okay, so we're in the same age group. Yeah. Isn't it crazy how, like, there's not, like, there's they've created new majors that we didn't even have the option of? Like, what?
3: I don't
1: like, even like, know. There's like, there's, like, television writing, screenplay reading. Yeah. You're like...
2: Where the fuck was this when I was in school? I mean we had a film school there, but I didn't get accepted, which is I think is a good thing, because I didn't want to go there.
1: You, you, nah. you can't be confined to fucking traditional shit, Johnny. That's why your lane is fucking you, baby. Yes! Like you like you don't like you you we always have the power to create. Like you can create dope shit, whether it's a song, whether it's a musical sketch, whether it's a sketch, whether it's a joke, you could create it. And they come to us once we put it out there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've realized the game, like, from my story, how it goes. I'm like, oh, okay. Once the ball gets rolling, everyone hops on. Once it starts right. slowing, they start hopping off. And uh-huh. it needs, all it needs is just one publication. So what does that mean we need to do? We need to start inviting press out to shows. Right. That is That's true. That's the real industry. You invite, you invite, if you email the entertainment writer of uh, LA Weekly or the LA Times, they'll come out, dude. And then they'll come check out your shit. And then what? Yeah, it's all. It's all.
2: It's true. People, I mean, that's the thing. It's It's hard to promote. Sometimes it's just the time. A lot of times it's like, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm, I am have the confidence in this enough for it to be seen. But it's like, who gives a There are a fuck? people who've
1: done more with less. And there oh, are people yeah. who've gotten more who deserve less. Oh, absolutely. So <laughs> I look at it as like, if the difference between me. And them is the fact that they put out shitty content consistently. Yeah. I'm not worried about the shitty content. I'm focusing on putting out consistently. Right. You know what I'm saying? And totally. It's really hard to be consistent, at least for me.
2: It's very hard for me to be consistent. I've been pretty good, but... Like, we're uh, artists. That's kind
1: of like what the, the beauty in, sp- you know, being sporadic is. Yeah. Isn't this some good shit, though? This is
2: great. This sounds to me like a lot of things I've heard, but it's, it's a different sound of the same... I don't know. Like, I like this. I'm glad there's no vocals.
1: Oh, I love instrumental music yeah. Like this radio Like channel That starts after Is usually It's my favorite one To go really? to right now
2: Yeah this sort of I mean this reminds me A lot of For some reason it Reminds me of Minnesota It's yeah? like Kind of got that like I don't know Maybe, maybe It's actually this band I played on the podcast A while ago
1: Play it I want to hear it
2: uh, What are they called Jesus Christ
1: I want to hear The music it's, I think it's called Play me the music
2: do you spell loneliness
1: L-O-N L-O-N-L-I-N-E-S okay I think, I
2: think I'll think have found it here soon what is this it's this is band I used to play a lot on the podcast and they're from Minnesota just some indie band but it's got this similar type of sound to it
1: dude I fucking love indie music that's yeah. one of my most listened to songs of, or like genres of like- really life so now this is something called crumb but okay, so- Oh, I, think, I know Crumb. Okay. Yeah, I have. they're, they're on the fucking Crungabin radio station. See, I like them.
2: this is none of the stuff. I don't know anything about this shit at all. I have no idea. I don't think I'm going to be able to find this, man. At least not right now. I just can't. It's like so much I just can't think. Instead, I'll play this. Listen to Sunriver. ever.
1: Not Bon Iver? Oh, uh, so Sun Ra. Sun, oh, yeah, Sun Ra's great. Yeah, Sun Ra's great. Talk
2: about it. Talk about a cat, man! Talk about a, a weirdo. He used to say he was from, he was born in Saturn, born on Saturn, and talk about all this stuff. He he said something a long time ago. I got some sort of uh, this like jazz magazine from the '70s where he he, he someone interviewed him. It totally speaks to what we're talking about. I feel like I read it on my podcast years and years ago. Wish I could remember what he said. But it was basically something about how what you what you were saying about how. You just have to believe that um, that you're from a you're just a piece of galaxy dust, and that anything you do is going to be your thing, and not to think about not to think of not to like overthink what you're doing. Just to be just you're just you're just a, you're a crazy space lunatic.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're, like we're, we're not like we're, we're from the beginning of our existence. And again, I smoke, guys. In case you in case you didn't miss smoked. that. Movie smoke, 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 It's a. Uh, I, uh, I believe from the beginning of our, our, our creation on earth in the human form to the end of it where we go turn back to dust, it's just we're all in transition. We're constantly in transition. Right. Life is like a million little mini transitions. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Yes? Perfect. What is that called?
2: This is. I believe mean, this is called a. Uh I forget the technical name for it. I, I would call it a thumb piano, but thumb it has piano. a better name, like, a, like yeah. a Karazu or some shit. Yeah, Karazu. I, I like this. How many
1: times have we probably heard? I think it's African, actually.
2: Oh, it's definitely African. I got this in Africa. Really? You've been, What part of Africa have you been to? I was in South Africa for three months for this what? movie. What? And it was uh, it was pretty heavy, man. What? Pretty, what? Yeah. I was there for like three months in wow. Cape Town. Wow. And it was uh That I mean, seems I, heavy. I keep wanting to do I have never done this, but I keep wanting to have someone who's like a proper sort of journalist or interviewer ask me questions about it cuz sometimes it's hard to talk about something unless someone asks you about it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like interviews you essentially. And uh, but yeah, that was something where this I have a lot a lot of, I learned a lot of stuff and I, there's a lot of stuff that I never thought about before that I learned there that was just like it's crazy. It makes you think about America a lot differently.
1: I mean, it makes you think of like in order like America was bad, but capitalism is what really started. It's been around for less than 1% of the world's existence, dude. right? Like like we were bartering just fine before uh-huh. that. You know what I'm saying? But like capitalism like it has to be exploitation. So it's like when you hear like 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 when people talk about white guilt I'm not here to make white people feel bad. It's just sort of like when you hear something fucked up and you tell someone else about it, like that's right. fucked up, right? And your reaction will be like, damn, really? That is fucked up. Yeah. That's all that's all motherfuckers is asking for. Like a damn, that's fucked up. Shh. like an acknowledgement of something. Acknowledgement. Like,
2: hey, this yeah.
1: I tell I tell I tell my partner, like, there's three things I call it the triple A process whenever we argue. I acknowledge what you're saying, huh, <laughs> I accept responsibility Right. and I apologize. And men, we move on. Women, store it in their fucking mental Rolodex to throw it in your face in the next argument at their <laughs> leisure. Like, that's what it is. But right. I'm I'm here, like, when I talk to, like, my, you know, my, my girl, I'm like, I want to solve the problem. And sometimes women don't want to solve the problem. Sometimes people don't want to solve problems. Yeah. And that's the weird part to me. That's where I get baffled. Like, I'm, I can understand most things in life except math. But, like, i you're like, all right. So you you told me something was bothering you but you just want to talk about what's bothering
2: yes, you? Yes, it's easy. It's an easy thing to make yourself It's an
1: easy it's easy to make a problem
2: be to identify yourself with. Right. Like you, "Oh, I'm I'm con, I'm consumed with this problem." So that's it gives me it gives me something to do. Right.
1: Like right, There's right. that
2: book The War of Art, I think it's called Art of talk, War. That well, there's The Art of War, which is the actual book about mm-hmm. from like what, Lao Tzu, the the Chinese um, He's a war tactician, but there's some guy wrote a book called "The War of Art," and mm. it's basically about like getting your shit done. But he talks a lot about uh, resistance, and he says resistance comes in all these different forms. And a lot of times, resistance comes in the form of what, what you're talking about, basically like not letting go of something. And so you just basically are it gives you it consumes you. So let's say you're a painter, right? Mm. And but you're having you're not being, you're having trouble painting. Mm-hmm. And if you have an argument with someone, or you you basically create something that consumes your time, you don't have to worry about painting because oh, I don't have time to paint because I have I'm so pissed off about this. When right. actually you're just you're manifesting this because you're scared. It's a form of resistance, man, if coming into your life that's keeping you from doing the thing that's actually going to make you happy because. For Who knows why? You're scared to be happy. You're scared of of failure. failure. You're you're scared Scared of 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 the criticism,
1: and I get it because the world's harsh. But, like, the thing is, and here's what I literally just said last night. The thing is, once you put something out, all you have to do is put out something else and show improvement. Right. That's it. Dude, if I drew a stick figure... And was like, here, look, this is my art. Right. They're like, S- that's a shitty stick figure. Like, who the fuck's fucking with a stick figure? But if I drew a stick figure with the nose next time, was like, okay. So wow, that's good. Oh, you put a smile on your face and a note. That's wow, now there's eyebrows. That's all, that's what drawing is. It's building upon shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying drawing, like, that's all it is. Like, it's like a minimal task. It's definitely That's hard. a big part of it. But I'm saying it's like, but, like, that's what it is. Like, you put out, let's say you thought you were ready to put out an album. Like, let's say, remember when we first started doing comedy and we're overly ambitious and we were like, I'm, I want to put out something. I want to put out an album. You put out an album and people come and it's well-received. You might even make a couple bucks off streams, right? Right. But it's not, it didn't get you the Grammy nomination you had envisioned in your head, right? Or anything, yeah,
2: like anything close to that.
1: But then you're like, well, I got more material. I'm going to put out another one. But this one's going to be different. It's going to be better. It's going to be improved. So even all you have to do as an artist is improve upon your last body of work. That is the gift and the curse of being an artist. Improvement, constant trying, constantly trying to improve and rework what it is you put out. It's, it's hard dark. work. It's hard, like, like work comics, like I have to write a joke. Like my new special, like I said, I just ran the hour last night. And it was like, it was good. Like everyone's like, the jokes are there. You need to structure it differently. Yeah. And I was like, boom. Now I know, okay. Now I know. When's
2: now. it gonna come out? You think?
1: I'm, I'm hoping. I'm going out to New York on on Monday, okay. and I hope to meet with uh, HBO to be like, "Hey, I want to do another special and put it out in August." Yeah. So that's when I August 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 sixth is my cancer birthday. August tenth. Actually, let me tell you guys this. I know we're about to wrap it up. I could tell. I've I've, I've burnt the light enough, so I can tell. <laughs> I can tell uh, when it when we're about to wrap up. Well, how about hello, this? You guys? Okay, great. Thank yeah. you so much. Uh, what? Uh, that's that's the best part uh, is, uh yeah um i for those of you guys who don't don't know me i've uh i i have a cancer a rare form of cancer called peritoneal mesothelioma i blew up in 2016 because PMS. Uh, uh, yeah <laughs> that's funny I that. that's all the fun yeah um and so uh, I blew up in 2016. Uh, my good friends Nicole Blaine and her husband Mickey uh, put out, a, a, made a, 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 a Kickstarter that went viral. It caught the, uh, it caught the, uh, it caught the eyes of the Ellen producers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I interviewed with a bunch of Ellen producers before I got on the show. I was on Ellen. She got me my first HBO special, and being on Ellen opened me. Uh, it, it gave me exposure to the whole world right. of people that I didn't, I didn't even knew existed. Long story short, uh, because humans are shitty creatures, uh, not even a month after the special came out, someone's like, he's lying about having cancer. They provided no proof. Whoa. They provided no proof. I didn't proof. know about this bullshit. Oh, dude, listen. I could even tell you Jesus this. Jesus Christ, I'll that's tell you shitty. this right now. The, the, the person who said it doesn't even do comedy anymore. Just put it out on Facebook and sparked a wildfire and just, like, that was it. Wow. Now, she's mentally unwell. The next person, another person, a comic, Who's more well known? Just referenced me on a huge platform on Sirius SiriusXM the day before yesterday, and he was like, "Remember that comedian Quincy Jones who li- oh, faked having cancer to have an HBO special?" I was like, "Bro, this isn't a this isn't a Guy Ritchie film, okay? This is not like a Bond villain where like I can fake having cancer. Furthermore, who wants to have cancer?" Yeah. Nobody wants to have cancer. I don't think anyone wants that, yeah. Even a curable one. No one wants it. So, long story short, I'm going out to New York to hopefully meet with HBO and I recorded my hour last night. It's going to be great. It's going to be tighter. I'm super excited. And it's going to like I'm I'm like I'm like I think this might be the ball the what gets the ball rolling. Hell yeah. Like I feel like and that's what it is once the ball gets rolling, man, you put that shit out, good shit happens, dude. Like work hard on your craft. You work hard to be ready for when opportunity hits.
2: Because if you're not, then you just sort of end up kind of sizzling a bit. Yeah, and
1: do something that. you love, dude.
2: Like, do what you love. There it is. Perfect. Stolen Moments.
1: Yes. Do Oliver Nelson. Love. I dream of a day where... Why is this finally free. Why is this stopping? Stoppin'? Why is this stopping? Why, stoppin'? Why is this... We, we have no... There it is, it's back. I feel free when I'm on stage. I have access to my rage. <laughs> I'm doing spoken word during the day. Unorthodox, like left handed boxer South Paul. LLQJ. Leftaw. Boom. LLQJ 206 signing off. <gasps>